challenge you to sow your very best seeds. We want, we want the very best harvest, but we want to sow the very best seeds because y'all know what? I'm blessed on top of blessing. You blessed on top of blessing. Hallelujah. We're looking for the blessings of the Lord to make us want to add no power. The blessings on top of blessings, on top of blessings. So as you're giving on today, Father, I thank you for every seed that is being sowed. We're going to give out giving it to you in just a moment, but I want to make sure that everybody in campus and online has an opportunity to sow. But Father, I thank you for every seed that is being sown. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that I come in agreement with them, Lord God, that they're giving these seeds. They're giving them an assignment, Father. We come in an agreement, Father, that you increase them on every side, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you and we bless you, Father. We receive this offering, Father. We receive it into the throne, thrive zone, vision, Father, that it may meet the needs of this house, Father, that we can further and advance your kingdom in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Everybody sowing, everybody sowing, everybody giving, everybody tithing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So y'all let's keep that same excitement as we as we decree. We want to we want to declare our giving decree in this moment. I'm gonna go ahead and, and and I'm going to agree with you this morning. The giving decree. We're gonna see it over your screen. And and I want you to say it with me. And I want you to say it like you believe it. I want you to say it like you mean it with some excitement and with some passion. Father, because I obey God in my giving. I believe God loves to see me prosper. How many of y'all, well, let's stop right there. How many of y'all believe God loves to see you prosper? And because I believe God loves to see me prosper, I choose to sow cheerfully, generously, and bountifully, knowing I will reap bountifully. I have in abundance every favor and earthly blessing. All my needs are met. Let's say that again. All my needs are met. One more time. All my needs are met, and I abound in every good work. I'm believing God for jobs and better jobs, advancements, raises, and bonuses, sales, and commission. God, and strategies. Debt pays off, expenses decreases, blessings and increases, financial freedom and breakthroughs in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you. Thank you for sowing. Thank you for your obedience. And let's prepare to go deeper and let's go further into our worship experience. God bless you.
He is our everlasting 
You are, you are the most important. You reign, you reign. You reign, you reign. You reign, you reign. You reign supreme. You reign, you reign. You reign, you reign. It's hard. It's hard and it's difficult to focus on what's not happening and what you want to happen that does not seem to be happening. When you focus on He reigns. He reigns despite what's happening or not what's happening. What's being said or not. He still reigns. God said, your situation does not change my rulership. I am still God. 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 I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Change not. I am still God. Oh, Jesus. I am still God. You reign. You reign. You reign. Somebody needs to let him know that. You reign. Maybe the reason why what you believe in God for is so you say you believe in God for. You say you believe in God for. But maybe that thing has not happened. It's because you're reigning where you need to say, God, I give this to you. Yes. You reign. You reign in my business. You reign in my marriage. You reign in my relationship. You reign in my home. You reign. You reign. You are the most important aspect of my life, God. I make you larger. That needs to be somebody decreed today. Why are we staying right here? Because this is where God is in this moment. Hallelujah. You reign. You reign. In the midst of a global pandemic, you reign. You reign in the midst of uncertainty, you reign. In the midst of a bad doctor's report, you reign. Oh God, you reign. You reign. You reign. In the midst of the testimony, you reign. That's how we continue to give God the glory because we realize no matter what happens, he reigns. You reign, Jesus. You reign. Tasaka, you reign. You reign. You reign. You reign. You reign. I'm just waiting on somebody to tap in. I'm just starting on somebody. I'm just waiting on somebody to tap in. I'm just waiting on somebody to understand that in this moment, God needs you to understand that He reigns. He reigns. He reigns. He reigns. He yet reigns. He's still King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You reign, God. Pastor.
to sustain our promise. So God said, don't despise the process. Embrace it. Because it's necessary. Now God is about to give you a strategy. I'm going back to Arlington. God said, when I give you this strategy, don't share it with people. God said, I'm going to connect you to who I can trust. See, sometimes we think we can trust people. But see, while we're looking at their mouth moving and listening to the words they're saying, God is looking at their heart. See, God can see character. We see a nice car and a nice pair of shoes and what appears to be success. But when you start pulling back the layers, you realize that it's not what it looks like and God is just trying to spare us another letdown and disappointment. But I hear God saying, if you be faithful over the last thing that I told you to do. Oh, I'm feeling no this. God said, if you be faithful on the last thing that I told you to do, it'll set you up for the next thing I'm going to do. Let me say that again. God said, if you do the last thing I told you to do, it's going to set you up for the next thing that I'm going to do. See, that's why the enemy tries to get us to not take that that's uncomfortable and that we don't understand that it's so far away from what it is we believe in God for because he knows that we cannot get to the next God said there's something that you need now for thee so I'm giving that as a corporate word not just to honor but in this if you're knocking on a door that's not opening, perhaps it's because you have not done the last thing that God told you to do. You cannot complain about the vision not moving when God told you to build a website and you had built a website. Sit down, stop pouting, and go do what God said. God is a God of order and he does not move outside of what he said. Now we can move go and do it our own way. Guilty men that done that before. But I'm going to tell you something that I have, I know to be true. No matter where we go, we're going to always end up back. Now, if you're tired of wondering, stop. Wondering. Do what it is that God said. I hear God said and tell him I said even if they don't want to. See that's what I'm trying to break. I'm trying to break that. Because where I'm taking you, you're going to have to do a whole lot of stuff. You don't want to do that I'm telling you to do. I hear God. On last week, 
And I'm not going to go too far into this testimony. I, I, I believe in allowing people to share their own testimony, but I hear God. Because on last week, God began to have me to declare. And even in this atmosphere and online about hidden things and how the enemy had came and hidden under something. And then God let me get a phone call this week and it was confirmed that somebody experienced just that. So a lot of times we we miss the movement because we don't make, make the move. See, you can't be a part of the movement if you don't make the move. You gotta move to be a part of a movement. It's a movement. It's moving. And if you're gonna be a part of what God is doing, you got to move. When God says move, there's not always times for fasting and praying and, and seeking and calling your best friend and all those people. You gotta hear God speak. And you gotta do what God said, even though you may not understand it. And I'm gonna tell you something. Stop trying to get people to help you to understand something God said that he didn't tell them. They don't have the revelation. If you want instructions on what God said, go on a consummation or consecration and say, God, show me how. And he'll give you the instructions. A lot of times we go into people Looking inside of them what God has placed on the inside of us. Spiritual insight that is inside of us. But sometimes the enemy has convinced us so much that, that we don't we, we, we're not smart enough, uh, we don't know enough, uh, we hadn't lived long enough, we're not old enough, we're too old, we're too big, we're too small. All of these foolish things that have absolutely nothing to do with the kingdom. I hear God. God said you can get unstuck if you want to. You can come up out of depression if you want to. You can come up. You can come up out of it right now. All you got to do is make a decision. I don't want to be depressed anymore. Tired of being broke? Make a decision. I don't want to be broke anymore. And then start moving towards well. That's going to require you to get up in the morning. Might require you to go get a second job. Might require you to make some sacrifices and cut up the credit card. But it can't be done. You do not have to stay where you are. Stop allowing the enemy, the accuser, to fool you. I hear the Lord say, tell him to come home. 
that I would come back and we talked about the enemy and him being an accuser and we talked about Jesus and Jesus is our advocate that even when we sin we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father and we thank God for Jesus because he is the only truly righteous We have the one who accuses again and again and again, but then we have the advocate who advocates again and again and again. And it's something about him, he always wins. And we don't have to go there. I'm going to give you a scripture reference. I just want to talk a little bit about Joshua in the book of Zechariah. The last time I was before you with a word from the Lord, from the written word. And we talked about how the devil is trying to prove Joshua's guilt. And how the angel said to those who were standing there. To take off. Joshua's filthy clothes and he was given new garments I just want somebody to know that God is about to elevate you in the presence of your enemies those who try to destroy you are about to see God set you up in their presence. He didn't, he didn't, he, 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 he told them 
that he had taken away his sin and he put fine garments on on Joshua. I want somebody to know that God has forgiven you. Now you need to forgive yourself. There's no condemnation in him. Don't allow that spirit to make you feel like you cannot serve. That you cannot live for God. That you cannot fulfill your assignment. We don't always get it right. Sometimes we make mistakes. And what I'm realizing a lot is that there's so many people who are bound because of a mistake. And then they keep getting beaten on top of the head and beaten. You know, we're supposed to use the word of God to build people up, not to tear them down. Now, am I encouraging us to stay in a place that God has not called us to be and to do things that God has not called us to do? No, for every nitpicking, uh, internet searching demon that's always looking for something to say, find something else to do because this is not what you over at the Thrive Zone Church in Stone Mountain. We don't play that. We love people. No matter where they are and what they're going through, we love people. And some of us came from a dark place. And God loved us through our mess. Anyhow, I'm almost finished. But yeah, that was for the trolls. That's what y'all, that's what they call them, yeah. Yeah. And so this story in Zechariah, it, it, it's, it's a perfect parallel to what I was just speaking to. I'm from Luke, the 15th chapter, where Jesus talks about the father who had two sons. And one of the sons said, pretty much, I want what's mine. I want what's mine. So I want to go out and I want to live the way I want to live. I don't want to live according to your rules. I want to do what I want to do. And so he went off and he he lived a pretty wild life. He did what he wanted to do. He parted hard. You know. Done the things that he wanted to do. But then one day he woke up. I just heard God say, somebody's waking up even in this moment. So one day he woke up and he said, I am messed up. Ooh, I remember having that type of encounter. And see, it's one thing when other people tell you or send subliminal messages or preach at you from the pulpit and all that type of stuff. But it's another thing when you can look in the mirror and see for yourself. I messed up. Let me tell you, that's a beautiful new beginning. So listen, I want to help somebody in this moment because I feel, I, feel, I feel the glory coming on this. You may have gotten it wrong. 
God may have told you to go right and you may have turned left. It's okay. The thing that needs to happen is you need to have an epiphany and a spiritual encounter with yourself and say, I messed up. Now that does not mean we got to go before the whole everybody, call a meeting on a Zoom session for all our friends and family members and co-workers and everybody and tell them, unless God tells you to do that, that I messed up. This thing can be personal between you and God. But you say, I messed up. I made a mistake. Help me not to make this mistake again. And then he said, what did I do? And I can imagine him saying to himself, I cannot wait until we can do this skit. But I can imagine him saying to himself, what did I do? So let me tell you about the accuser. The accuser will come to us with all of these voices and all of these accusations and all of these things that get us to a place that one day we wake up and we be like, what did I do? It wasn't that bad after all. And I can imagine he said, I thought this is what I wanted. And this is so far from what I thought that it would be. How many of y'all ever done something, made a decision, and once you got into it, once you took those rose-colored glasses off, come on, tell the truth. Have you ever been in a situation and then you, you come to a place of, you may not be completely whole, but you're not broken as you used to be. And in this new wholeness, you'd be like, what was I thinking? Hmm? Yeah, he was having one of those type of moments. I, I can relate. Maybe you can too. Um, and he was hurting because of his sin. You can read the story later. I'm just giving you the short version. See, sin, it, 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 it will cause you to hurt. It, 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 it leads to death. And so he was having an epiphany, like, why am I doing this? And he had a, and he had a realization that said, even my servants are living better than me. Even my servants have it better than me because I wanted stuff more than I wanted process. See, just because they was a servant today don't, doesn't mean they, they might be master tomorrow. So they were enduring their process. And because they were enduring their process, they were reaping certain benefits. And he, in this state of his life, begin to compare himself to those who used to serve him. I said, they better off than I am. And the scripture lets us know that he came to his senses. And let me tell you something. This is when you know you've been broken and you realize that you was messed up. That he said, maybe I can just go back to my father's house. 
and be a servant. Maybe he won't take me back as his son, but if he would just let me be a servant, I'd be better off than where I am right now. What am I saying? The last thing God told you to do is better off than where you are right now. It's a step. It's, it, 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 this may not be the house that you want. But it's better than where you are. If, if you sit down and have an honest conversation with yourself, it's really not that bad. But the accuser will have us thinking we're ready for something that we're not. Sometimes we just need to allow God to let us sit down and talk to a person that will be really honest and transparent. That have what it is that you believe in God for. And listen to what the the weight of responsibility. Because we get caught up in the good side of it and it's all good but what does it take to maintain the promise and God does not want to put this new thing into this old wine skin this old mindset this old way of thinking because what will happen if he does you and it would both be destroyed. So what God is wanting to do is God is wanting to, he's wanting to reward us based on where we are. Let him do that. Because he's building, I don't know, this is not where I was, but I just know God has me here for a reason because God has said I'm building something. And I'm giving you a testimony. I remember when I was young and I was working, I was, I was an executive assistant for a general contractor, very successful business. And I was his personal admin. I mean, I had it made, y'all. Like, this was, I was, I mean, this man was on the master's board. I was his assistant. I was working with him. Everything to do with the master's, along with all the other organizations. And they took great care of me. But I started hanging out with some people. Or hearing some conversations about, girl, you so gifted with your admin. And you are so talented. You know, you could do this and you could do that. And you could do this and you could do that. And they were a part, this was way, y'all, this was a long time ago. Um, I mean, I was in my early 20s. I'm 52 now, so you do the math. And so, um, and so, I allow and say, you can do this, become a part of this program, you can start your own business, and all of that. And so I got caught up in the, in the hype, and what was being said to me. And I went to him, and I told him, you know, 
I believe I'm called to have my own business and all of this. And he sat there. The man is in politics right now. I, I won't say his name because I might get in trouble on social media. But I can say that you could go Google him. I mean, to this day, he is prospering. Huge mistake. But in that moment, I could not tell. And so I quit that job. And to this day, I regret it. But it was gradually the enemy, the little things that happened on the job. And then I go tell somebody about it. And that girl, you know, you don't have, you should go and you should do this and you should do that. And I started listening to the accuser. And it got me out of a place that people was, would do a lot of things to get into. And I didn't have to compromise. I was hired based off of my skill set. And so every time I see him, I'm healed from it. But sometimes I ask myself, what did I miss out on? What did I go through that I didn't have to go through? Because I would not stay there and do process. I didn't realize how good I had it made. Because I was comparing what I was experiencing to what somebody else was saying instead of seeking God about where he wanted me in that moment. Yeah, that part right there. So I just feel God saying, you know, one of my desires in life is to help those who are, especially those who are younger than me, Those who will understand that wisdom will help you to avoid some of the potholes. That some of those who are older in experience or older in age who have been through what you're going through, if you would just listen and not think that they're trying to control you. If we can glean from somebody else's experiences. as we listen and does not mean that everything that they did means we have to do but we can take what's for us you say they say eat the meat and throw away the bones whatever applies to you and apply it um, that's, that's probably what happened to this young man that was a sidebar but So this young man said, maybe I'll go back and he'll just take me as a servant. But when he started going back to his hometown, you know, in his mind, I could think he probably was thinking that his father was mad because I could, I could just really imagine my mama <laughs> say, you know, would my mama be upset with me? So I can imagine all these kind of thoughts. I don't understand what he said. This daddy, when he was on out the way, you know, he may have said some stuff that he really shouldn't have said that was pretty disrespectful. So he had no idea that his father was not upset with him. And that he actually was on the edge of town every day watching and waiting. That's your father. That even if you missed it, he is waiting for you 
to come home. And I'm believing today because that's what released me to go and get my iPad. It's when the Lord said, tell them to come home. I'm not talking about a physical address. I'm talking about a relationship with the Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all bear with me just a few more minutes. And every day, I can imagine his father saying, is this the day that my son is going to come home? And on that day, the day that they saw each other, the father saw his son, the Bible tells us that he began to run towards his son. And the Lord was showing me that in worship today. Because sometimes where we are and what we're going through, even in worship, it's like we cannot press in. But the Lord showed me today him running towards us. And so he ran towards his son. Why? Do you run towards something you don't want? Do you run towards somebody you don't want to see? No, you ducking. Oh God, I hope that if you're in the store going behind and all up under the, the on the other side, under the curtains, on the, under the clothes, crawling on the floor, you don't want to be seen. But he ran towards his son. Even though the son was dirty, even though the son was filthy. Now this is gonna make me get emotional. Because I can just see this. This is so like the father. The father took off his very own robe that was clean. That's love. That's how much the father loves you. Even though you chose to do it your way, even though we chose to go the we thought the way that we thought we wouldn't listen. Then So he took his robe and he put it over the filth of the sun. Why? So when he looked at his son, he did not even see the filth. He did not even see the sin. What am I saying? That thing that the accuser is still holding over your head, the father doesn't even see it. It's paraphrasing but pretty much he said you are my son you will always be my son let's go home and celebrate what is it that we say in our what is it God is going to do throw us a what he threw his son a party come home today and I hear the Lord saying take all that you have learned compile it 
Make a list of it so you don't make those mistakes again. And let's move. It's time to possess what God has promised you. But we got to make up our minds that we're going to do it God's way. I will not stand here and say that there's not times I missed my moments because I didn't want to listen to what God was saying because I thought I knew, you know, not in a disrespectful way. I just thought I knew more than God. That's the truth. And that's because I didn't really have a relationship with him. But now because of our relationship, notice that our relationship. I realize that I don't know anything. He knows everything. And that's why I learned to seek him about everything. So that is the word of the Lord today. Come home. Come from your way of doing things. Come from your own understanding. Come from your own abilities and yield to God's process. Our process looks like a straight line for our target, what we're believing for. God's process, go out the door, go all the way around this building, go down the street a mile, then turn around and come back, and come back up in there, turn around and go back. This time I want you to go right and go two more miles and turn around and come back. That doesn't feel good. That, that, that doesn't make sense. Why can't I just get it? And God said, because I'm not ready for you to have it. Sometimes it's not even us. Sometimes what we're believing God for is it's not ready for us. Right. But we want it. I want it. Got to have it. I put a seed on it. Jesus. Then I put a praise on it. Then the prophet gave me a word and I stretched it. And I twisted it to make it fit for that thing because I wanted a reason to do what I know God didn't want me to do right now. Then I got the nerve to feel good about it. Oh, no. Wait on God. Wait on Him. Don't allow the accuser to get you out there somewhere God has not called you to be. Wondering and hurting and disappointed and lonely. Some of y'all know some of my testimony. I wish I had listened to some of the leaders that God put in my life. But Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this word. today you know that knows that God is talking to you today not going to put you on the spot or anything but you know you need to settle down and just do it God's way calm down calm calm down settle on down rest your nerves and get a prayer life it's alright I'm going to tell you something we know sometimes 
that we know that God is not pulling us in that direction, but that's what we want. It's time for us to be honest with ourselves and say, God, I know that's not you. Help me to obey you. Help me to allow you to reign in my life. Because I'm tired of starting over. I'm tired. You don't want to be further in age and still wrestling with some of the things you're still wrestling with because you choose not to go through the process of being able to overcome those things. It's a crying shame to get all of these things and not be able to hold on to them or sustain them because we didn't want to obey God. We got to obey God. Let's just yield to him in his process. I know it's not comfortable the way that he's taking you, but I tell you one day you're going to wake up and realize that God knew more than you. Amen. Why God saying consecrate? Because you need to. Duh. I can't have something else to do. He said that because he loves you. Obey him. Why did he say fast? Why did he say stop doing this and why did he stop doing that? It's not because he doesn't love you. He sees something attached to you that's not good for you. And that's what a good parent does. They see friends, fake friends around you. You know, they have a responsibility to let you know. Now, we don't often listen. Especially as it relates to, you know, what we really want. We still don't do it anyway. So, Father, I just thank you for this word on today. Father, I thank you for how you have spoken in this atmosphere. Father, we receive more of you on today. Father, we thank you that you are our advocate. And when the enemy comes in and he wants to accuse us and distract us and take us off course. Father, we thank you that you enable us, equip us, empower us to go in the way that you're pulling us, the way that you're calling us. Father, let us be subject to you. Father, let us be subject to you and what it is that you want to do, not just what you want to do, but how you want to do it. Father, let us yield to your process. Father, let us grab a hold of this principle on today so that we can begin to see things get easier for us, Father. Father, I was looking at something on yesterday that said that sometimes it's not the load, but it's how we're carrying the load. Father, help us to use wisdom and strategy in this hour. Lord, help us to seek you more than we seek Google. Help us to seek you, Father. That you would give us whatever the promise, whatever the, whatever the purpose, whatever the word, that you would give us the blueprint and the strategy. That it will come directly from you. Father, we know that you use people in the earth and we understand that. But help us to not be deceived. Help us to not want it so bad that we can't see that you're telling us it's not for us or it's not time yet, Lord God. Help us to obey your process and to be in sync with your timing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. So we thank you for worshiping with us on today. God bless you so much. And we are going to close out with our announcements. And we pray that you will worship with us again on next week. If you have a prayer request, you can send your prayer request to prayer at thrivezone.life. 
and we invite you to come out and worship with us at the Stone Mountain Campus. Um, or, or Listen, you can join our eCampus. If you have not done so, you can join our eCampus and become an eCampus member. So a teammate, not member, eCampus teammate. So God bless you. Have a great weekend. Hello, thank you for joining our Thrive Zone Church Worship Gathering. We are glad you are here. I am here to share the Thrive Zone Church announcements. Stay connected. Text connect to 4048001130. Join in prayer every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 a.m. Call 1-971-224-6593. Access code 429658. Thrive Table Talk, our virtual interactive Bible discussion, is held every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Visit our website at www.thrivezone.life. Click on the Thrive Table Talk link. We'll save a virtual seat for you. Please support the Thrive Zone Church Senior Care Package Outreach. We will provide 50 non-perishable food baskets and 50 essential care baskets to deserving seniors. We are accepting financial donations through October 8th. You can submit your donation on our website at www.thrivezone.life or cash app dollar sign Thrivezone. Please earmark your donation for senior baskets. Connect with us from anywhere by joining our eCampus. Text eCampus to 4048001130 and our eCampus coordinator will be in touch. Need prayer? Email your prayer request to prayer at thrivezone.life. Thrivezone t-shirts are available at www.thrivezone.life. Get yours today. If you not have done so, please download our app to stay connected and receive all the alerts and updates. Text app to 4048001130 to start your download. And please connect with us on all social media at The Thrive Zone. Thank you again for joining us. Good afternoon, everyone. So if you've heard the message today and you heard pastors say that God said to come home, if you felt that message was for you and you want to know how you can come into the loving arms of our Abba Father, just repeat after me. Say, Lord, today I ask that you forgive me for all of my sins. I repent for everything that I've done wrong in your sight. Come into my mind, come into my heart right now. I say that you are Lord of my life. I know that you died and rose again for my sins, and I thank you. If you prayed that simple prayer, we believe that you are saved. <laughs> we celebrate with you. And if you did pray that simple prayer, we ask that you would text S-A-V-E-D to our phone number 404-800-1131 so that we can get some information from you and get some information to you about your new journey about being a kingdom citizen. Thank you so much. And we hope that you have a great rest of your day. Remember, we have Thrive Table Talk on Wednesday, and we hope to see you again next Sunday. We love you with the love of God.